Welcome to the Visegrad Inside podcast on Central Europe from Central Europe. Today's 1st of July 2020. Poland just assumed presidency in the Visegrad group, but we will have a look back on the last 12 months and the Czech presidency in the Visegrad group. Today, Vid Dostal is with us, an expert on international and foreign policy from AMO, Association for International Affairs, a think tank based in Prague. Vid is sitting in a cafe downtown in Prague. We're sending our questions by voice messages, so don't be surprised by the type of the recording and the background noise. Hi Vid, so uh, tell us what, in your opinion, was uh, the most significant memorable moment of the Czech presidency in the Visegrad group? Hi Wojtek. Uh, well, of course, that the Czech presidency uh, was interrupted and hijacked by the coronavirus uh, epidemic. So uh, that is the memorable moment. You know, it will be remembered as, a, as uh, the, the, the presidency which took place um, under these uh, special circumstances. But um, um, despite of that, I think that uh, the priorities of the presidency and uh, its goals were more or less achieved. Okay, so tell us a bit about the goals of the Czech presidency and more general, uh, how does the Czech Republic view today the Visegrad group, both the government and the Ministry of Foreign Affairs, and Czech society and Czech public opinion overall. The, the idea of the, of the presidency was to uh, focus more on uh, the, 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 the European the European dimension of the, of the Visegrad group. Because uh, 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 before the Czech presidency, uh, uh, there was a Slovak presidency, but before that there was a Hungarian presidency which was very ambitious and which was trying to uh, organize as many meetings as possible to connect uh, the new partners as much as possible outside also outside of the of the, of the EU well the, i think that the Czech presidency um, tried to uh, have a, a much more uh, sober attitude towards the v4 so uh, it uh, aimed at uh, the cooperation with European partners, mainly the Western European partners. It tried to uh, enhance uh, uh, the cooperation between the V4 and Germany, but also to open new uh, avenues for cooperation with, with, uh, with, for example, Benelux countries or other Western European, uh, European, uh, European countries. So, uh, that's basically the uh, that was basically the idea of the uh, of the presidency, and as far as uh, the understanding of the presidency of the Visegrad group, well, I think that there are many differences. You know, uh, uh, this uh, idea of before reason presidency of uh, this bottom up approach uh, uh, in uh, the, the the internal before agenda and in opening the new uh, um, um, opportunities for cooperation with uh, Western European countries. This was designed, of course, uh, within the Ministry of Foreign Affairs, which sees that there is a need for uh, 
for new opening from the V4. The, the, the V4 was uh, perhaps way too much uh, uh, interested in itself and uh, uh, embedded into the ne ne negative agenda, like uh, the opposition towards the the, uh, the, the relocation quotas of uh, asylum seekers. So, so. Uh, the Ministry of Foreign Affairs, of course, designed and, and opted for this, uh, uh, for this new approach. But who decides uh, is uh, the, the, the Prime Minister. And uh, uh, the Prime Minister is quite okay with uh, the, the, the current image of the V4 as a grouping which is able to uh, oppose to uh, um, um, uh, initiatives and proposals which come up from uh, from uh, from European institutions or some Western European countries and it is also the um, uh, I would say uh, a perspective of uh, of the majority of the society if they have any uh, uh, any any opinion on on the v4 but of course the, the, the debate on the v4 is developing in 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 the Czech Republic and don't you think that in the perception of Czech society, the Visegrad cooperation now becomes so much attached to the prime minister office. And where, when he goes away uh, at some point, um, all the negative charge related to him uh, would remain with the Visegrad group in the Czech society. Or there are some strong positive uh, sentiments towards the Visegrad cooperation in a way relating to the origins uh, of, of the project and the, the origin of, of Václav Havel legacy and impact on the um, civil society cooperation and, uh, well, uh, altogether liberal ideas. We have a, a, a gradually enlarging debate on, um, on uh, uh, the the impact of uh, the membership of the Czech Republic in the Visegrad group to the entire position of the Czech Republic in Europe, because uh, and this is very much related to the sentiments to uh, the political uh, development in, in in Hungary and in Poland. Uh, those who uh, are very critical towards. Uh, current political situation in Hungary and in Poland are usually also critics or some of these people are critics of the the uh, the, the, the Czech uh, membership in the V4 because they claim that any cooperation with uh, uh, the countries with the problems of the, with the rule of law like Poland and Hungary uh, uh, puts us uh, uh, into a one basket with these countries and that it actually ruins uh, the Czech image in the EU. Uh, which I, I which is the, the view I don't share because uh, we also have a, 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 um, a problem with uh, problems with uh, our reputation, you know. Uh, our prime minister is in, in the conflict of, uh, of, of interests uh, according to uh, at least some European institutions. Uh, the Czech Republic was hand-in-hand uh, hand, uh, uh, with the other V4 countries when it uh, declined uh, uh, the, the, 
um, and solidarity with uh, with the refugees uh, in a way that uh, these countries would accept uh, uh, asylum seekers. So uh, this reputation problem is not only uh, the problem of, of the Hungary and Poland, but it is also a problem of, of, of the Czech Republic. Uh, but, you know, this is the debate which is developing uh, right now in the Czech Republic. And of course, that one of these arguments is that that the, the, the V4 is not what, what it used to be in the beginning of 1990s, that all these uh, uh, noble ideas of uh, uh, European standards, uh, uh, democracy, rule of law, uh, and uh, return to Europe. Download Civil Society Futures Scenarios for Central Europe report from visegradinside.eu. Also, subscribe to our weekly newsletter and follow us on Twitter for daily news. Vít, as a proponent of the Visegrad Cooperation, how would you characterize achievements of, of the last 12 months under the uh, Czech presidency? Visegrad achievements overall and in particular uh, Czech uh, foreign policy influence in that area. Yes, there was a, a kind of a new opening with uh, with, uh, with Germany. Uh, um, Germans, in my view, more and more recognize that, uh, uh, that uh, they lack uh, a proper understanding of the developments in Central Europe and uh, that they don't want to, to lose completely uh, uh, their inf political influence and, uh, and, uh, and, and, uh, and, uh, and uh, competence for uh, this part of Europe. And they need it. Uh, they, they need friends. Uh, and uh, uh, so, so there were some projects which started during the Czech presidency, like the the discussion with uh, with between V4 and Germany on the EU's Eastern policy. That means uh, not only the Eastern Partnership countries but also Russia, uh, which was uh, launched by by the Czech Czech presidency. So that might be one of the uh, one of the, the the achievements, and of course that there is a huge uh, impact of uh, of uh, um, the, the, the Czech Republic because that was one of the priorities of the Czech Republic for the presidency. Okay, so I won't keep you much longer, and uh, tell us two things. First of all, what do you expect of the Polish presidency in the next twelve months? Uh, Poland assumed presidency on the first of July, and secondly. What is the best cafe in Prague as you are sitting in the middle of the old town and we all envy you very much? As for the Polish presidency, it would be great if, if Poland uh, uh, continues with, uh, uh, with the initiative started by, by the Czech presidency. That means uh, uh, more cooperation with, with Germany and uh, I think Germany would appreciate that because uh, there is so much expected from Germany, German EU Council presidency right now, uh, and and the internal situation in Germany is not that easy. Um, uh, everyone sees uh, 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 Chancellor Merkel as as the person who can uh, achieve anything, but uh, 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 but but she has to uh, uh, to negotiate within the country 
and and has quite many things on her desk. So, 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 I think Germany would appreciate any cooperation, uh, comprehension, uh, assistance, uh, and uh, um, um, the discussion on the Eastern policy might be something where uh, Poland may find quite well itself. So that's that's one 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 idea I have. Um, uh, and to focus on on the bottom up approach, because uh, uh, I think that the, that was the case of, of the previous Polish presidencies, and that's the case of the Hungarian presidencies that they uh, they uh, want to have a, a good uh, uh, a good further uh, uh, opportunities um, uh, to organize uh, huge events, but uh, with sometimes with a little. Uh, impact and a uh, little follow-up and uh, the, the Czech and Slovak presidencies are usually more focused on on the proper work on lower levels what cannot give you a huge political credit but is important for uh, for uh, the V4 cooperation itself to to to, to bring bring any any fruits uh, so that would be great if if if, if uh, uh, Poland would uh, 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 focus on this bottom-up approach. As for cafe, I'm right now sitting uh, uh, not far from from uh, cafe Nowy Świat, uh, which is quite close to uh, to the seat of the Czech Ministry of Foreign Affairs in Chernihiv Palace, and 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 hidden uh, somehow. Uh, so um, it is also a good place for various conspiracy meetings. And that's all for now. Subscribe to our podcast, our weekly newsletter and daily Twitter feed for insights on Central Europe, from Central Europe.